Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. I was at a table with referees. This is like a room full of accountants. Spicy! And they asked about Connor Bedard, and they laughed. Remember that night that I yelled in the bubble? At Bob. Great call, Bobby! I yelled it at the referee because he called a penalty shot in favor of the Regina Pats. Well, it's an empty arena, so, like, your voice will just echo and echo and echo. Yeah, they heard you for sure. That was pretty funny. Good call, Bobby! This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming at you live on Game Plus TV. A variety of ways. iHeartRadio, YouTube, and WQEE, the key, your southern home of sports and talk in Metro Atlanta. We do have the moose right in Hour 2. Off the top. Is that the deal? Clark? Yeah, we got him? Okay. The moose is here. I don't know where to go here. We're coming out of a hot weekend. Speaking of hot, Darren. Nobody's going to want to hear this, believe me, but I've been checking the temperature there in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and it is cold. Darren is uh, straight back from the Canada Winter Games in PA, PA, PEI, Prince Edward Island, (laughs) the beautiful Canadian Maritimes. What was the average Celsius temperature there, Moose, for the whole? You were there for two weeks. Yeah, about minus four, minus five would probably be the average. It was sunny some days. A lot of days got up to around zero. Um, it was cold a couple of days with that coastal, uh, windy, kind of damp cold. But it was, it was fairly mild. Okay. Well, we ain't the weather network, but I'll tell you this. Here in South <laughs> Florida, where I'm broadcasting from, for this final week, today is 31 degrees Celsius with the humidity. 29 with humidity, 31 degrees Celsius. That's plus. And for the American viewers, yeah, you know that that's 89%. That's sort of, that's 89 Fahrenheit. That's hot. Loving it. Loving it. But we're, we're talking a lot of things. We're coming out of a weekend where we had the XFL Week 3, NFL Combine. I'm just going back to the quick six show topics from an hour ago. The Blue Jays going to honor Jose Bautista by putting his name up on the level of excellence. Obviously, they should. Second in all time in home runs in Toronto and Single season record, 54. Wait a minute. Didn't Vladdy hit more? Uh, Clearly not, because I was reading the wire copy there. And I'll also say this just about the curling and the briar. Come on, people. You people. I had a viewer in Lethbridge text me and say, I feel the same way about curling. If you love curling, you're not watching now anyways. You're watching the morning draw. Where are they? London. You're not watching anyways. So (sighs) my next thing I want to talk about is the six games in the NHL tonight. So just hold on to your bingo cards, everybody, because there's some big ones. San Jose Sharks at Winnipeg, Oilers at Buffalo, huge one there. Flames at Dallas. We're going to get to all of that. But did you see the furor last week where Stephen A. Smith, did we even talk about it? Stephen A. Smith on ESPN admitting he doesn't care anything about hockey. I feel like we talked about it a little bit. And he just got roasted for that. What are you roasting him for? It's ESPN. They don't care about hockey. It's not 
Like, I'm not going to sit here and talk about curling. I don't follow it. I don't dislike it. But I got enough stuff to talk about. Um, were you upset that Stephen A. said he didn't care about it on ESPN? Or like a lot of people were? I wasn't because I don't tune into Stephen A. Smith for my hockey news. I tune into the guys on Sportsnet <laughs> or TSN, right? That's where I go. I go to Elliot Friedman and Darren Dreger and Jeff Merrick and, you know, those guys. I don't go to Stephen A. Smith. And the thing is, when you try to be everything to everybody, you end up being nothing to nobody. So you have to pick your lane. You have to, you know, and his lane is NBA and NFL. And he does talk about topical yeah. cultural things that matter. But no, um, doesn't offend me one bit. Okay, well, our lane is football and hockey. That's what we do. And we made yeah. that decision a year ago, and the ratings have gone up 300% because we're not trying to be everything to everybody. From time to time, we'll bring on a big curling guy or gal because they're friends of ours. I'm not anti-curling, but after coming out of this weekend where I almost died in the Atlantic Ocean having a panic attack, that's one thing. But then I wanted to watch the Jets and the Orders. Man, I wasn't watching the Briar. So I guess my point is why it stuck in my craw was this guy wrote me on Twitter and said, where's your update on Team Botcher, where's your update on this? I'm like, I don't have one, bro. I can't. I... I'm tapping out. I can't stay on top of everything. It's too much. I failed as a sports guy, I guess. Now, on to the things that we do care about. Number one, for the benefit of those that have just tuned in, our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, which Western Conference team is going to represent the... The rep, who's going to be the Western rep of the Stanley Cup final? Dallas, Vegas, Colorado, or other. Was not an easy decision. We flirted with putting Edmonton in there. We flirted with putting Vegas in there, but we didn't. Dallas, Colorado, Vegas, or other. And run, running away with it on Twitter is other. And I think what's, if you're the National Hockey League, and I saw it in the morning news release, how many teams are in contention? It's like over, well, well over 20 teams are in contention. It's like 27 teams, I think, are in or could be in a playoff spot right now. This is a dream for the National Hockey League. It really is. It's, it's unbelievable. That's what you want, markets that care. And right now, if you're flirting with a playoff spot, you're not trying to sit there and, and tank and be upset that you're not getting a better draft choice. Because it's going to be the bottom three or four teams only that are going to have a realistic shot at Connor Bedard. I mean, any of the missed playoff teams, sure. But um, you want a chance. Like, look what's happened in Ottawa. Like, that's incredibly fun for that fan base. And you engage them and your digital channels go up. This is, you said it, it's a dream for the NHL. Oh, what a, yeah. Hmm. It's an ugly world out there, Moose. You know, my colleague Rand, at the yes. end of every Friday 12-step meeting that we have, when he says goodbye to everybody, he's like, take care out there or be careful. Out there. It's an ugly world. You don't think somebody didn't time that Sports Business Journal article right in the middle of the All-Star Week when they said NHL TV ratings are down 22%? It was just light in America. It was just lighting a stink bomb in the middle of the NHL All-Star Week. Some jerk did that. And it just ticks me off. Because other, it's been... <laughs> An amazing year for the National Hockey League, uh, aside from Calgary Flames fans, which reminds me, <laughs> let's say it again here, the odds or the percentages came out. I got it right up. First thing that came up on my phone from an analytics 
account on Twitter the percentages of your team making the playoffs in the Pacific Division. The Vegas Golden Knights have a 98% chance. The LA Kings have a 95% chance. The Edmonton Oilers a 94% chance of making the playoffs. Seattle a 94% chance. Calgary a 25% chance. By the way, if this is accurate and not a fake account, because there's that too, but this seems, ac- this seems accurate to me. The thing I don't like is teams with 0% chance of making the playoffs is Vancouver, San Jose, and Anaheim. But the fact is, they're probably right on that. But with, the, with nobody having clinched yet in the National Hockey League, I don't know how you could say you have a 0% chance of making the playoffs, but maybe he's right. You know what I would like to see? Let's get some analytics on who's going to be leading the Bedard sweepstakes, because I haven't seen those yet. Have you? The only thing I saw was the mock draft that TSN did for the uh, number one overall pick, and they were very clear that it was a mock draft. And when they pulled the ping pong balls, Columbus ended up with the first overall pick. I kind of feel Ew. like that would be—I kind of feel like that would be fun to do on our show, to like do the lottery and have it done one day before the uh, the draft. And we could do that, but uh, that's the closest I've seen in terms of the odds. Uh, ew. Mm-hmm. But I see Arizona, they're on a, like a four or five game point streak right now. My God, Arizona, you can't do anything right. You can't even lose right. I know. Um, Colin in Ottawa says, Stephen A. Smith being honest about his lack of knowledge of hockey and not caring to learn is actually refreshing. Too many talking heads pretend to know about sports they know nothing about. Why do you think that I listen to games with the sound off? And a lot of times, it's not purposely done. I turn the game on, and there's no sound. I don't even think about it. The other night, what game was it, folks? It was the Orders-Jets game. I believe Hockey Night in Canada. There was about a good four or five-minute stretch of no play-by-play. I was like, it was like being in the arena. You could hear the cuts of the ice, the pucks off the glass. There was no play-by-play, and then they got it figured out. Wow. From Kevin the Medium, he says, My medium size prediction the first overall pick goes to the Vancouver Canucks. Well, they better start losing more. They beat the Leafs the other day, which, by the way, Darren, can you speak for all Leafs fans if there is panic on the fact that they're sucking it right now since the trade deadline? Don't panic on the results. Um, if you're going to panic, I'd be panicking about these injuries. Didn't Matthews leave one game early and O'Reilly's been seen with a splint on his finger? They're worried that it's broken and it could affect him. I'd be worried about that, not about a loss to the Vancouver Canucks right now. So it's a, you got lots of time to get this, uh, get everybody gelled together. By the way, you say you rattled off all those insiders, and I get it. They're friends of ours. They've all been on this show, so I love them. But you say you go to them for hockey news. Did anybody, and I mean anybody, call Ryan O'Reilly going to the Leafs before they announced it on a Friday night? Did anybody say the Leafs are in talks with St. Louis for Ryan O'Reilly? Not that I saw. Um, There might have been rumors, but I didn't see it. Try to keep your uh, comments short if you can. I can't read a novel. Hmm. Robin and Prince Albert says, the winner of the Stanley Cup will be the team with the best goal song, the Dallas Stars. Oh, you don't know that. But I will also say this 
Look at these games on the weekend. Look at the results from last night. 111 Eastern, by the way. 1111 Mountain, just pointing that out. Visualize. Beautiful. Visualize a positive outcome. Um, well, yeah, the, the scores from Sunday were fairly normal. What day was it? Oh, the Sabres spanking the Lightning 5-3, right? Um, Colorado getting spanked 7-3 by Dallas. Vancouver beating Toronto 4-1. Makes no sense. It was some, some weird scores. I go back to that Minnesota blanking the Flames the other night, 3 nothing, and I just, I swear, the old me would have been sending texts, making calls to my Calgary guys saying what's going on there. And now I'm like, I don't even want to know. I can't even imagine how bad it is because, as you know, I was in Calgary last summer when they, uh, you know, they lost Gaudreau and Kachuk. And within a weekend, they make the trade to get Huberdeau and Mackenzie Weger, and then they get Kadri. This should not have happened. And I kind of, and they don't, like people, it's baffling. What happened? I swear somebody knows. Somebody knows. But I'm not going to poke around as to who or what it is. Like, for, for instance, when the general manager of the Edmonton Elks and the Canadian Football League stood at midfield, remember that? Brock Sunderland? When they were like 0-14 or whatever? And he's like, we don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Dude, you just started the deadline clicking on yourself. Because yeah. if you don't know, nobody knows. It's the general manager's job to know. My guess is Brad Tree-Living knows where this all went wrong, but he can't do anything now. Yeah, uh, I think from so. Yeah. No, of course he would. Who else would know? The owners don't know. They, those, they're clueless. Every owner's clueless. Yeah. Who do you think would know? Or maybe you think nobody knows. No, I think Brad Tree-Living would know. And I think on the outside, one thing you could look at is the identity of the team changed. The identity changed. Your identity was wrapped up in Goudreau and Kachuk, the scorer and the, and, the, and the character. And the character in Kachuk actually happened to be a scorer too. So you kind of lose that and you bring in guys who maybe didn't fit that mold yet. You know, that was the change. Talented in Kadri and Uyghur and, and Huberto, but not the same. The identity of the Flames completely shifted. Well, when that NHL scout who, by the way, would know because he's won Stanley Cups. But when I sat with him in the Brand Center, we were talking about the Flames a couple of weeks ago when I was in Regina, and he goes, these things take time. Yeah, but how long? From training cap in September until February till now? Shouldn't take that long. Now, you make a rash of trades at the trade deadline. Look at the teams. Toronto got more <laughs> new players last week or in the last couple of weeks than the Flames did in the summer. And I'll give them, you know, 15 games to get it together. Not yeah. six months. Sorry. Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg says, Calgary's going through what the Jets went through last season. All this talent and the wins aren't there. Yeah, and what'd you do? You changed coaches. Right? You just can't sit here. I get what you're saying. Wait, what are you going to do about it? Stacy in Access World headquarters says, I shudder to think of a world where the Maple Leafs are defending Stanley Cup champions. That doesn't really bother me at all. What bothers me is the Toronto Raptors won an NBA championship a few years ago and nobody ever talks about it because it's not the Leafs. That's insulting. 
There should be a yeah. statue of Kawhi Leonard in downtown Toronto. And there isn't because he's not a Leaf. Uh, so what do we got? Mike Richards next. Okay. All right. Moose, you're done. Go do whatever it is you do. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. All right. The often imitated, never duplicated. Raw Mike Richards. Oh, this should be. Joins us next from the saga. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. It's been a gutter, and uh, as usual, staying in our lanes. Football, hockey, hockey, football, that's what we do. XFL, NFL, we've been talking about that. Our next guest can talk about a variety of things, and lucky you, he's with us for two segments from Saga 960 Mississauga, the inimitable Mike Richards. And hey, Mike, if you don't mind, we'll start here. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. I'll have you take a stab at it. Which Western Conference team will represent the West in the Stanley Cup final? The options are Dallas, Vegas, Colorado, or other. What would you say as we sit here today? Flames. No, sorry. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It's going to take a – they're going to have to win like 15 in a row and someone's going to have to lose a lot. It's uh, So I'll go by. I'm, af- I'm really afraid of this, but I'm afraid it's going to be Vegas. I'm afraid it's going to be Vegas. Why? And And so, uh, well, you know, Jonathan Quick, he's, he still has enough in that tank and he's got the presence to take a team like that just when they needed that little thing to get them over the goal line. I have a bad feeling it's Vegas, which is sort of upsetting for anybody else who's cheered for your teams. Uh, I don't know, in, in this area, since uh, ooh, 1967, and all of a sudden they keep going back to finals. Uh, I would say that I just, you know, it, it it seems incredible. They do what they do. I mean, they have coaches who have gaudy records that are fantastic in terms of win-loss, and they're like, you know what we got to do? Um, let's get a new coach. Let's fire this coach. Let's get a new guy in here. Like, they do stuff that is so different, and it seems to work. And for Jonathan Quick, you know, I can only imagine living in L.A. and then finding out, uh, oh, by the way, you got to go to Columbus. Columbus? All right. Said no one. 
So then he ends up and they say, no, 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 just wait. Don't get in the, don't get in the plane. Don't get in the plane. Don't get in your van. Don't get in the, don't get in the station wagon with the kids. Just, uh, you know, you're going to Vegas. And it seems to me that he's the type of guy, look, either, either you have that lineage that, that says that you win when it counts, like when the money is down, and he is one of those guys with relative health, and that's always going to, you know, you got to keep that in mind. But I got a bad feeling for everybody else it's going to be the Golden Knights. Just, just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a bad dream, but I think it's going to happen. It doesn't bother me one bit. Vegas is kind of my Western team. I uh, I move around, but uh, let, let's get this out of the way first. For your legion, your millions of fans in Western Canada, and I don't say that jokingly, there are. What would you be saying on the radio in Calgary right now if the radio station was smart enough to have you on? What would you say? <laughs> uh, both good points. Uh, I... I, I, I really struggle with the fact that, I, look, I'm very biased uh, when it comes to almost anyone from the Sutter family, to be honest. I kind of love them all equally. Uh, and and Daryl is uh, close to me, and I think he is a superb uh, hockey man. At the end of the day, if the guys that you invested in don't come through for you, it's like having a great investment, and you seemingly bought the house at the right time. It seemed like the property values were going up, and for whatever reason, it doesn't. Huberdor has not been. Uh, the guy, they have not got the goaltender they wanted, and I don't know if they can get out of this thing. And I think, unfortunately, when you get into uh, the competitive stages that you're seeing in the NHL right now, there's very few games off. There's very few weak teams, and yeah, I get it. You you can play a Columbus and Anaheim and Chicago, but it doesn't last very long. And then the upper echelon, just take a look at the the Atlantic. Like You just really don't have a lot of leeway if things aren't going the way you want. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm a little afraid in the offseason because I just don't see right now how in God's name that they turn this around because someone's got to fall from grace. So unless you think the Kings, uh, Golden Knights, is it Edmonton, is it the Kraken? And I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be any of those. I don't think it's going to be their year. So that's a, that's a real hard look in the mirror. And I'll tell you, what, there, there are teams that, that uh, fan bases are probably feeling the same way. And I'll, I'll jump a, a huge one and go right in the NFL. And if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you're probably going through the same thing. You're trying to figure out with what you had on the field, what you expected to have happen. You looked at the coaching staff. You looked at your quarterback. You looked at all these things that you had. And something, now in their case, the line in the sand, the, the moment Vaughn Miller goes down, it almost seeped into every aspect of what they do. Uh, and their fan base is looking at it. Now, I, I'm going to talk about coaching a little bit, and I would probably say play calling is a big part of that. But when you're a fan base that had so much promise, and Kadri was the right thing to do, there was just so many things that happened within Calgary that were, were, that were the right thing. But that doesn't mean that necessarily it's just the coach you fire that tends to be the answer. I don't think that's the answer. I think, I, I think that would be a huge mistake. I, I think it's a good group, but I think that and, unless the guys you paid show up to do what they intended to do, uh, you're helpless. And and right now, if you're a Flames fan, it probably feels that way. Uh, for the football fans that have tuned in, by the way, next segment, Mike will, <clears throat> and I will get into a little CFL, XFL, NFL, but it's hockey for now. And I got to ask you this. Let's have just a little more fun than the usual stick and puck X's and O's. On the rights holder radio station of the Calgary Flames, Mike, were you ever coerced or oh, no. knuckles wrapped because you're no, on the... No. Not one no. time? No, never. No, no. It, like, look, there's, there's a couple of things that, that people would say. So, are you kidding? Richards, he, he, was, uh, he was a bloody cheerleader. I mean, I just can't believe he, you know, and, and, and I'll be honest. 
the thing that is most min- misunderstood about sports radio is its function. It's not that you're supposed to, look, there are shifts, there are day parts where if you want to get into the minutia, if you want to talk about cycling and, and what they do on, on special teams and all the other things that go into it, all the, 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 the details that go into being an NHL team, there are shifts for that. There are hours of that. That's not what a morning show does. That's what a, a morning show isn't supposed to, I'm supposed to call someone or bring the coach on who will explain those moves. I bring the general manager on. I can bring on one of the players. This is what hosting a morning show does. I, I, I'm hard-pressed to think that going to work for a job that you hate, for, for, for a boss who sucks, for you getting yelled at every day and maybe not getting the money that, that's worth it to you, maybe you have a hard day where you're outside every day. Hey, there's a lot of people in Western Canada that listen to that show that weren't just from Calgary. They were also from Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these guys would be out uh, working the fields and so on. They wanted to get some laughs in with a little bit of the sports. So what you want to do is be an entertaining guy and hopefully you have the chops to actually do that. And then on the other side, you call someone who can explain all those things better than I can, better than any probably morning guy can, because there's a reason why they're a morning guy, because they were probably, for the most part, uh, you know, in broadcast and maybe not a great athlete. You know, look, my background is weird. It's different. I, I, I played at a very high level of sports, but I also started doing stand-up when I was in grade 12. You know, freak and, and it, it weird. You know, I, I was a goalie and a drummer. All the weird stuff that goes into this brain where I, where I hear the voices. You know, I, I, I'm sitting there looking at a football game. All of a sudden, I, you know, I hear Peyton Manning going, you know, what, what he should have done, what, what he should have done was you, you got to pull that back. You got to make him read into when you're going to play action pass. You, you, don't, you don't just run with it, dummy. That's not RPO. This is what goes on this head. This is what I have going on. Bob Cole, oh, I get it. Oh, all kinds of stuff even, is going on. There. I don't even think it's weird. I don't even think it's weird. <laughs> but that's why I think we always got along. And I'll be honest, when I was the voice of the writers forever, and I, I, I'm stunned when I talk to broadcasters, when I say, were you ever told what to say? And they're like, no. One of those is Mark Steven in Calgary. I'm like, what? The voice of the Stampeders. I've never been influenced on what to say. Similar to what you're saying. But for me, I was down here doing a camp with the Rough Riders, and they're like, I won't even say who the regime was, but they're again, they gave me a list. Say this, this, and this. Don't say this, this, and this. And I'm like, here's your freaking headset, bro. Yeah. I don't want to do yeah. this if I can't. So that's one thing. No. And then the other, yeah. when I was doing the riders and you were doing morning in Calgary, I would go to Western Saskatchewan, Shonovan, Swift Kern, Kindersley, Rosetown, all those places. And they go, Mike Richards said this. Mike Richards said that. And I'm like, what are you listening to that asshole for? We're in Saskatchewan. This is before I knew you. This probably wouldn't surprise you. Uh, <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But uh, and it's like Western Canada... <laughs> As it, you know, is its own uh, universe, and, and God bless each and every one of them. You know, it's 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 something that I that is really hard for me out here missing that because look, they tell you they they tell you how it is. I I did a parody song of uh, uh, when John Denver uh, died, and I it was to the tune of uh, Elton John when he sang for uh, Lady Die. You know, the candle in the wind, and I candle had all kinds of yes, yeah. So I had all kinds of plane sound effects uh, gagging as as the plane was crashing all over the place. So I showed up at this one event. And his family was so upset with me because they, they were very upset about this song. They're like, just, you're like stirring, you're just laughing, and the, you had explosions in John Denver. And I was like, you know what? It, they're going to tell you, even as insane as that, they're going to tell you how it is. I mean, they, people would get upset about certain. One person was mad. They said, why do you always phone Mika Kippersoff on a game day when he's mad at you? Me doing the Mika Kippersoff bit, and obviously I'm, I was Mika Kippersoff. I really didn't phone him. 
that really wasn't him talking about eating baboon brains or chipmunk knuckles or or or, or, or whatever was going on in my head on that day. It's like you shouldn't do that. You're upsetting him on the game days. But God bless him for doing it. They're honest people, and I and I do miss them uh, every single day. I do. Don't listen then, guys. There's that. <laughs> Back on track, if we were ever on track. And by the way, Ryan yeah. O'Radio is listening from WQEE, where he's carrying us on beautiful noon in Georgia, where I owe him lunch because his Braves beat the Blue Jays last week. But he says, hmm, <laughs> Mike knows. Yes, we know he knows. Absolutely. Ryan knows. But before we switch to Hockey Next segment, uh, the Leafs, we have about three minutes the Leafs post trade deadline what are we thinking there okay well uh they they certainly got some areas like when you talk about Ryan O'Reilly that was a good pickup Achari good pickup um you looked at uh, on the blue line where they needed some depth because they're just incredibly thin and really don't have at least to my mind in this league a number one and two a true one two on on the back end so it kind of got a little bit better, but at the end of the day, the group that they have stuck with for seven years is the group that's going into this thing headfirst into Tampa Bay. So either at some point in the most stubborn uh, of, 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 of ownerships I've ever seen that just allows things to go on for five, six, seven years when you don't get by are going right back into this thing with some goaltending that at times has been kind of okay, you know, it hasn't been great. And there isn't one guy, you could have Samson off, you could have Wall, you could have Matt Murray coming back, who just, you know, he's, he's not an overly healthy guy. So at the end of the day, as much as you want to spin it and say they, they you know, they, they, they won the trades or they did great trades, you know, they, 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 they did kind of some stuff, but you've got a Tampa Bay team that has the pedigree that when they turn on that playoff switch, that's what they got. So if you think your guys can go out there and go head-to-head, and I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying they can't, but at some point, you meet Boston. And when anyone meets Boston this year, it's probably not a tea party. It's a bad party. And you are not. You are not in the level of maybe a lot this year aren't. But you see the moves that, that Boston made. Bertuzzi goes over there. For some reason, Boston is just better at everybody else with the business of hockey. They're better at signing players for the right amounts of money. They're better for term. And they get guys who fit. When Bertuzzi goes in there, did, was there anyone in the world who said, well, that sounds like a terrible move? No. Everybody said the same thing. Yeah, he's a Bruin. He's a Bruin. And that's what they do better than everybody else. So, look, as much as uh, I didn't think there was one team necessarily at the beginning of the year that is better than everyone else and it's theirs to lose, well, welcome to 2023 because that's where the Boston Bruins are. And uh, barring some, look, even their goalies are scoring. Their goalies are scoring goals. So, so when you have that, I think you pretty much have everything going for you. I'll be shocked if they don't win yeah. it all. I don't know. I can't even tell who's number one goalie there because they're both playing so well. Uh, Ted and Red Deer says, Mike and Rod, folks, it doesn't get any better than this. Let it rip, boys. And Ted says, we miss you too, Mike. Um, Kevin in Airdrie says, I used to laugh so hard when he did the Kipper skits. So uh, there's that. We'll be right back, and we will talk ball for all. If you want to get your comments in, 902-518-3033, the number to reach us here. YouTube as well or on social media. We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Back on and just ahead of more with Mike Richards from the 902 text line. If you want to know why we talk about as much hockey on the RP show as we do, it's because it is a Canadian show. It moves the needle. Hockey, it slaps, as they say now. Ron in Calgary says the Flames should be playing Dustin Wolf and experimenting with new lines. We're in next year mode. Steven in North Dakota. Will the more physical team win the Stanley Cup? No, the team that scores more goals will. That's my fearless prediction. From Josh and Prince Albert, he says, Connor Bedard will be a Detroit Red Wing next year. From Devin in Burns Lake, B.C., good morning. This weekend was a banger with the Jets and Oilers, reigniting those old Smythe feelings. The Jets will find a way to rep the West. Have a good one, Rod. So we'll go back to hockey next segment. I want to do football now because Mike is a football guy. I don't know if he's football first or not. Whatever, I won't even ask you that. Your Peyton Manning impersonation, is that new to the arsenal or have you long had Peyton Manning up your sleeve? No, well, it, it, uh, it, it kind of started in Calgary a little bit, but I didn't really, it wasn't someone, one of the ones that were the, the regulars. And then uh, when it got the TSN, uh, we were talking to a guy from, uh, from, from Fox who had just, who had just talked to Peyton. Uh, and so I, I said, well, was he saying things like, uh, uh, the first thing y'all got to think about when, when you get your guys together, he's like, okay, that's really weird <laughs> because, and so it got worse. Then I had him rapping. Then I had, then I would take out, you know, on press conferences cause I like playing around sounds, uh, like when he left, uh, um, indie and, you know, I started doing stuff like that. So it ended up being like one of my favorites and uh, <laughs> one of the guys that we did do a lot. Yeah. It became popular, very popular. Yeah. It's very good. Omaha. So I don't know where to start. The breaking news, the breaking news today is Derek Carr is a New Orleans Saint. I mean, it, it never stops down here, as you know, Mike. It does not yeah. stop. Well, I thought that, you know, uh, the Jets in kicking his tires, it, it wouldn't be necessarily a bad decision. And if they really want to go after uh, the freak boy, Aaron Rodgers, in his is Walt Disney st stupid ass water tank in a cave in Oregon or whatever wacko Mike, uh, now Mike, don't, don't, you know, don't bully him. Doing. I just don't oh please I cannot I mean I just but if they really want to go after him at that age and pay that money uh go ahead like knock yourself out but you should have done it like quicker you should have be, been on it now because I think they might have missed the boat a little bit because I think I think Derek Carr can't play but look the, the the bottom line is, and by the way, the the Mikhail Bethel Thompson interview was awesome. Look, the the the, the CFL you. guys are always going to be close to my heart, and he is a, a a a representative of of guys that it doesn't always work out for them. Like it's not always easy. If you look at what he has done for himself, so he he goes to UCLA, he plays a smattering of games. He plays this like he gets into the one of the bowl games and gets lit up by BU or BYU or whatever. And then he, then he goes to Sacramento state, you know, like a, a much smaller school and tries to work it out. Then he goes to all these camps. He goes to uh, any, almost any league that will take him. And, he, and he's still, he's still doing it. He's still trying to find his way. And this is why, you know, when, when CFL fans get uh, and say, get all upset, they get their, 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 their nuts in a, in a, in a knot over, Hey, he's going down to the USFL and the XFL. They're not competitive leagues. At this very moment, 
They're not competitive leagues. And that's why the Dallas Cowboys aren't worried that someone's going to give up their, their, their magical Jerry Jones tickets because they want to be, go to the Arlington, what, uh, smart shoppers? What are they called? The Arlington pickpockets? I don't know what they are. It's, it's exposure, people. So, so when you look at leagues, like, for instance, here in Canada, where you have the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the CEBL, as I've said to, to our good friend Mike Morielli and, and, and Jason Tom, who do uh, endless work for that league, your, your currency is exposure. Your currency is, is, is exposure. So guys who got hurt, uh, guys who didn't get a, a full, uh, you know, the, the, a full look that they wanted. Then maybe, maybe the coach didn't get, you know, the, the, the transfer portal has changed things so greatly that sometimes you move around so much, you don't get a great look, and maybe you made, made a bad decision. Maybe you, maybe you got hurt at the wrong time. Maybe you went to a coaching staff that didn't believe in you. This is a little bit of a, an area that, that gives you a second chance, which I like, a little bit of redemption, which is not a bad thing. So, so that's, what the, that's what the USFL is and, and you know, CBL. Before the league started, before the league started, there were eight NBA contracts that some of these guys signed. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to stay with the NBA all the time, but the growth in the ability of guys to find their way is a good thing. And sometimes for CFL fans, it's maybe back to the CFL, or maybe they, maybe our guys see a guy in the XFL or the, or the USFL that might be a fit. Maybe he's a quarterback for somebody in, I don't know, Regina, someone in Montreal in Edmonton, BC, whatever it happens to be, I am for those guys finding their way. That's a good story. We should be behind this. Yeah. They're not competing. The USFL is not competing against everybody. It's, it's, look, I'm not going to insult it by well, calling it a controlled scrimmage, but what I'm saying is it's, it's a group of guys who are looking for something else. You put a uniform and a helmet on. They're in some local town where if you want to see some football, if you're a football guy like me, I will stop and watch uh, on the side of the road a high school football practice. I will sit on the hood of my car, or I just saw that F-150, my favorite vehicle of all time. If you want to get a great vehicle, it's an F-150. And I will sit on that vehicle, and I'll sit there, and I'll watch. And occasionally, like, a, the coach will come over and say, can I help you? And I usually, you know, say something like, uh, do, you want to, do you want to come on the sidelines for a little bit? Do you want, do you want, to, you want to blow a whistle? Do you want, and that, it, it happens. Because it's a, that's a football thing. There's a lot thing, of people brought. like you that will watch anything. Allie in Texarkana says it's the Arlington Argonauts. She's just that there. Very uh, good. I've been to Texarkana Ryan, too. I like that man. Ryan in uh, Saratoga, New York says, I've been saying the same thing. When football players sign with indoor leagues, they're just looking for an opportunity. And yet fans turn their nose up at those leagues. But who cares? That's the thing why I applauded McLeod Bethel Thompson, Macbeth, when he yep. was on with us. Because I'm like, people are like, hey, you're going to Florida. What, what are you doing? How, how are you doing it? I'm none of your business. <laughs> I'm going to try it. You know, and a working. big part, and, yeah. a, a big part of that, which we tend to not associate with athletes for some reason, is they do have lives. They do have families. And some of them actually want to be good dads. And when you're that far away from your family for a long extended period of time, and I can speak to that. Uh, when I was in Calgary, I spent, what, the four and a half years away from my family. Uh, you're trying to make a living. You're trying to make your way. And, um, you know, when things come up, people say, well, why, why would you go back to Toronto? Well, a big part of it was, you know, I had uh, some aging parents and I had some, uh, you know, family things. And, and if I could have made everything work, you know, I would have stayed in Calgary. But TSN comes calling. Uh, you got a whole bucket load of money and, and, and it puts your family all together, including, including my son. So, so that was a, a real tough position to be in. But I am telling you that 
there is a major part of life that isn't just, you know, doing this or, or banging your head against someone else with a helmet on. Sometimes family counts and it matters. Yeah. Hey, well, let me ask you this in the two to three minutes we have left. How much will the loss of McLeod Bethel Thompson mean to the Toronto Argonauts, both on the field and in the market, in your opinion? Well, in, in off the field, zero. It won't mean it won't mean anything. I, I'm sure I could wear one of those jerseys in downtown Toronto, Young and Dundas, and they would not know what that is. It's just sadly that is the market that is Toronto. It is not a football market. You're going to wear a Josh Allen jersey or a Stephon Diggs jersey, quite frankly, before you're going to wear anything that anything Argo related, which is very painful to say, but it's God's honest truth. It's what's called Raw Mike Richards. Uh, the other on field, I mean, Chad did a real good job. Uh, Chad's got a real chance to, to do something. There are some quarterbacks in this league that I think this year you're going to see, you know, I think Schultz and Hamilton, as much as they do have Bowley by Mitchell, don't be surprised if you see Schultz get that ball a little bit. Um, I don't think they necessarily change or lose a, a whole bunch. Now, that's not to belittle or uh, uh, make light of what, what, what Macbeth did, but what I'm saying is that team functions on a, different, a lot of different levels, and their defense is a huge part of that. Guys like Mwamba, you know, the, the guys that play with this heart, it's a very much a, you know, as they like to say, let's all row together. I mean, that is that is the slogan of the team. So I don't think it's like, for instance, you know, if you had, uh, if, if Zach left the Bombers, now you got a problem. You got a problem. There are certain uh, guys that, that are very difficult to replace. And quite frankly, in Toronto, I have not seen that since Condridge Holloway. I, I, I don't know the last time I would see where a quarterback Doug meant a lot. Uh, Doug, Doug Floaty. Doug Flo- Doug Floaty. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it's not this. And, uh, and that's why I think if you're, if you're, uh, if you're uh, Macbeth, you're going to do what's best for your family. You're going to try to – he still has a, a, a goal of playing in the NFL, so God bless him. You did everything you could up here. Go for it, son. Go for it. Yeah, I applaud it. Big time. And I applaud you, Mike. Thanks for coming on, <laughs> sir. We get to know you uh, more every time, and we keep bringing you back. Can I stay with you sometime in Florida? Like, I've I've got some phone numbers (laughs) I could call. It's getting to be a long list (laughs) of people that would like to do that. Absolutely. Come on down. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Thanks, brother. (laughs) Raw Mike Richards, Saga 960 in Mississauga. We'll be right back with Overtime, which includes a sports update and viewer takeover. We're live on Game Plus, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho. Hi. Oh, Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, uh, this is the studio uh, last week in South Florida and then next week at Gray Eagle Resort. 
Casino in beautiful Calgary, Alberta. Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. We were hoping for a Flames Stanley Cup run. Yeah. Some analytics company put out the uh, percentages today of whom, what each team in the Pacific Division's percentage chances are of getting into the playoffs for the Calgary Flames. It's 25%. Unbelievable. By the way, if you want to talk to me, now's the time. Seven minutes are left. 902-518-3033. And by the way, I just got a message from a nice gentleman. He says, a great event I think you would enjoy. Starting tomorrow, the ACC Basketball Tournament. University of North Carolina men's team hosting. Oh, boy. See? See? They, they, they can't get enough sports down here, which is fantastic. I love it. Oh, and by the way, write me now or I'll sit here and read sports until the end of the show. Because I could, I could do that. 902-518-3033. Let me call up the 902 text line just to get ready for y'all. That includes you, Allie. Ron in Calgary, by the way, says, I miss Mike Richards in Calgary, but hugely respect decisions for family first. Yeah, all good things come to an end. That's the one thing. And the second you accept it, the easier life gets. On this Monday, former Raiders quarterback Derek Carr has agreed to a four-year contract with the NFL's New Orleans Saints. Carr played nine seasons for the Raiders and holds club records for passing yards, touchdown passes, but he never won a playoff game. And after struggling late last season, Carr was benched with two games to go. He turns uh, 32 on March 28th. He was released by the Raiders on February 14th after he declined to waive the no-trade clause in his contract. How about that? Release on Valentine's Day. That's not very nice. Las Vegas needed to trade or release him by that date, or $40.4 million of his contract over the next two years would have become fully guaranteed. And that's the other thing. The clip where Jim Lang and I were talking about Derek Carr, where I said a former coach of his told me to my face that Derek Carr is uncoachable and went on to explain why. That clip of us talking about it's been viewed now close to 20,000 times. It's got the highest ratings we've had in the new year. NFL slap in America. In Canada, it's the NHL. You got to go where the numbers are. When the things pick up on the CFL, we'll be there too. Meanwhile, I should say uh, New Orleans Saints coach Dennis Allen was the Raiders coach when they selected Carr in the second round of the 2014 draft out of Fresno State. So that's the connection. Meanwhile, place line, East Rutherford, New Jersey. The New York Giants have hired a new running backs coach and added three other staff, including the son of Coach Brian Dayball as an offensive assistant. The Giants, who made the playoffs for the first time since 2016, announced today that Jeff Nixon was hired as the running backs coach, and Chris Smith will take over as the assistant offensive line coach. I'm getting to a point here. Stick with me. Nixon replaces DeAndre Smith, and Smith takes over for Tony Sperano Jr. Both went to Indianapolis to serve on the staff there. Brian Dayball's son, Christian, was a student coach the past four seasons, the last three at Penn State. Coaching for free. Now he's in the National Football League. 
There's guys I know been chopping wood for 35 years in the Canadian university pro ranks that will never have a shot like this. And I was talking to football guys when I was back in the uh, sweatpants capital, and I said, what is with the movement? And they said, well, it's always been like that. I'm like, no, it has not always been like this. Let's not forget, I spent 20 years with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and we had the same like, assistant, like Alex Smith, our linebacker, or our special teams coach, and at times linebackers coach, was with us for 15 of those years. Our D-line coach, Ron Estes, seven, eight years or longer. They didn't always move around like this. And it was Chris Jones that said the days of, well, let's quote Chris Jones. The days of guys standing in one place are over. And I don't know why that is. Lack of, and that's with players too. And coach. <laughs> From Ryan O'Radio. Another great show, RP and crew. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you. Thanks for allowing us the opportunity to entertain your wonderful listeners on a daily basis on WQEE. A Randy in Winnipeg says, any thoughts on the possibility of no Capitals or Penguins in the playoffs? I'm all for it because I have a bet with a Capitals fan by the name of Jeff, and it's a pizza, that the Panthers get in and the Capitals don't. Would, it, would, would the little change not be nice? I'd like to see some new teams in the playoffs. From BW says, uh, Rod, have you been to any spring college football practice games, or is that later in the year? Uh, some are going on, but no, I'm not. Did you not? You weren't watching at the start of the year. I'm busy almost killing myself in the Atlantic Ocean, having a panic attack, jumping off a pontoon boat. Last minute of play in the RP show. Oh, Allie in Texarkana says, great show today. Ready to see how my stars do tonight. Have a great day, y'all. The Dallas Stars have the Calgary Flames in town, and I never even got into these games. Nashville at Vancouver, Washington at the LA Kings, Ottawa at Chicago. Wouldn't it be something if the Sens got in? This is a run similar to 25, sorry, 2015, where the Sens went like 16-4 and four in their last 20 games to make the playoffs. Thank you, Ryan, in Saratoga, New York, for your kind words. Uh, and officially, Ryan O'Reilly added to the long-term injured reserve with broken fingers. Sorry, Clark. We'll do it all over again tomorrow. Noon Eastern on WQEE and Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>